0: So, I just wanted to help you even more with the Apple case study, and I thought I'd put together a bit of a podcast to do that. So, we are working with the data from the textbook. So, I know some of you have already contacted me to say that there is more uh, kind of up to date information, and we are going to talk about that. But I want to make sure you've got these facts and ideas sorted to begin with. So, the first thing that you really need to focus on is well, I don't even think you need to focus on it. The idea is a lot of you will know the products that Apple sells, so I don't worry too much about the kind of the first bit there about the iMacs, iPhones, iPods, etc. You should already know that. And I'm not too concerned about when the business started or kind of much of its history there. That's not really going to help us in terms of kind of where it's at. Now, obviously, Things like the global brand value have changed significantly. So the first fact I really want you to have is that in 2014, it was the 11th largest TNC globally and had assets assets of over $207 billion, with 98,000 full-time employees and 450 retail stores in 16 countries. Now, the reason that's so good to know is it gives us this real idea of this spatial organization, 450 retail, 16 different countries. We get this concept that that's clearly a TNC. It's over different areas. And it gives us this idea that it's a very successful company. You know a little bit about the products already. So again, I find it very kind of weak to be like stylish and well-designed products you should already know most of that type of thing so in terms of their marketing and where they sell to this really is important that in 2011 44% of their product sales was in the USA and predominantly they are selling to more developed com- countries with that have more money and therefore can afford their products in terms of the spatial organization there's a very good map in the textbook but the most important important things to notice that you have the main headquarters and research development in California you then have a European headquarters in Cork in Ireland you then have Foxconn which is where the factories are in China and then you also have um the kind of the Taiwanese company working in the kind of more southern areas of China as well so you really have this good spatial organization there so that gives us this concept that apple is very clearly a tnc and very much operates in different countries and that's one of the major things that we're trying to prove its research and development is part of an agglomeration in silicon valley and the idea there is there's lots of different r d set up there from different companies and they've all come together to help with information exchange and to get access to the best employees that the america has to offer essentially in terms of its production. Now, in China, they rely on highly skilled, very hardworking, but very low paid workers in compared to what they'd have to pay to people in America. Um, And what that tends to mean is that they get very good products, but very cheaply. And that's always one of the major things that TNCs are trying to do now because so many countries wanted. Apple to have their manufacturing there, it actually forced down the production costs and that made it even cheaper for Apple to go into uh, these kind of Foxconn area or where Foxconn's located in China. The other thing that China did is they offered a special economic zone in an area called Shenzhen. And basically, this is offering incentives to foreign companies. Now, these can include kind of tax incentives. They can include not having to pay Uh, much cost in the first year. That type of thing is is what we're looking at there. Now, in terms of looking at Ireland, the important thing to notice is it's 4,000 workers directly, but then there's 2,500 in the supply chain. And that's obviously very much helping Ireland to develop. But the reason that Apple set up in Ireland was that the Irish government only has 12.5% corporation tax, and that is the at the time, it was the second lowest in the EU. So it meant they had access to the European markets, but they were paying the lowest amount of corporation tax, which is obviously very useful for them. When we move on from there, we start to realise though there are some negatives for Ireland. And that is, even though it's attracted this high skilled workforce, it's become an area known as the Celtic Tiger economy and has attracted other businesses to the area what we've actually found is that it's not local people, it's not even many Irish people that are getting these jobs, it's actually attracting more migration from Europe, which is not in itself a bad thing, but it does mean that it's not kind of self-sufficient or self-sustaining and not as much of a help to the Irish economy as it could be. Now, in terms of tax practices, Apple's been accused of tax avoidance, not tax evasion. There's a, a very different kind of idea between the two avoiding tax in the way they do is what they claim is they claim the profits in countries that have low corporation tax compared to countries that don't so that's why one of the reasons they went into ireland and it's one of the reasons that they pick countries around the world where they're going to claim their profits go for it now both the eu and the us say that this is not correct and this has led to some very significant court cases where apple is certainly being looked at the important thing to note is Apple is not the only TNC doing this, and actually a lot of TNCs operate in a very similar pattern. We then go back to China now to just look at their labor practices. Now, the idea is that the working conditions are not very good. Um, they were doing 60-hour weeks, sometimes for $100 a month. Um, some of them then had to pay living expenses from this. The term sweatshop has definitely been used to describe some areas of Apple's kind of production in China in 2010 uh, we actually had a number of workers that were poisoned by toxic chemicals used to clean ipad screens so health and safety is not again at the highest point that it could be in these factories. um foxconn has actually used students and children or child labor as part of its employment so again it's not um the best conditions for those and really controversially there's been a number of suicides um and in response to the suicides of people literally jumping from the top of Foxconn factory buildings Um, they just installed nets rather than trying to improve the situation for them one of the final main areas that we need to look at is environmental issues and this is very much again where we're going to look at some updated data in the next few lessons but essentially um apple wasn't very environmentally focused in the past um Most of its products use non-renewable resources. They use a lot of toxic chemicals. They definitely discharge pollutants into the air and to the water and a lot of apple products really lacked all kind of re- all kind of recyclability you couldn't recycle them so in response to this apple launched green my apple campaign it now it says in the textbook it uses 75 percent renewable energy it actually now uses 100% that's one of the things you can update and it made the decision to remove the plastics and get rid of a lot of the chemicals and has made a big push into recycling Your devices now through Apple. The final thing he asked you to do is kind of think of some evaluations and some conclusions. The most important thing to bear in mind is that it it shouldn't be focused on all the positive or it shouldn't be focused on all the negative. Apple, like most TNTs, is somewhere in the middle. It's going to have critics, it's going to have criticism, but it's also done a lot of things to improve the. Kind of quality of life for people in China. It's certainly it's been a big driving force in driving the economy in Ireland, and it's obviously its products have had a global appeal. I hope you found that useful, and I look forward to you listening to some future ones. Thank you very much. Speak later.